What's up? It's me, AGV, the go-getter, and I want to welcome you to the GCO podcast. You see, this is a place you go to to get the pretty, the ugly, and the grind to success. There's always a story to be told and everything that glitter ain't gold. So understand this, there is no need for the cheat code when you got the G-Code. So get your notebooks and pens ready. It's time for us to get into it. Welcome to the G-Code. <laughs> You are now listening to the G Code with Adri V. What's up, my go getters? Listen, I feel like I've been away from you for a very long time, but your girl is back intact, ready to really attack this thing called the podcast world again. And for those who are familiar with the G code, I appreciate you for coming on back, (laughs) sticking around with your girl, because it's not easy having a baby that you created back in 2015. I started my podcast and been going at it consistently, even through the thick of things called life. Um, And I'm going to get into that throughout this podcast season about the journey, what has transpired in my life, the changes that occurred, and I kind of trickled them in here and there. But I really realized that I never really fully disclosed. So because my podcast, The G-Code, not only is a place to talk about the pretty, the ugly, and the grind to success, but also has become like a digital diary for me to share, for me to open up, and also for my guests to do the same, my fellow go-getters. And with you being a part of the gang, the go-getter gang, welcome to the go-getter community, Um, especially my original go-getters, the OGs. I just wanna say again, if you have yet to do so, please make sure you subscribe to the go-getter podcast the g-code podcast for those who don't know that g is for go-getter okay the g-code the go-getter codes podcast and make sure you follow your girl me at all things adriv the go-getter a-d-r-i-v-t-h-e g-o-g-e-t-t-a on twitter instagram facebook snap on snapchat too and most of the time my snapchat is very private um i only really show a lot of few things on there so I don't know if you might get access to that, but I like to share it anyway. So I'm excited. So if you don't know, if you haven't been following me on social, I decided to switch the G-Code release to Sunday. For whatever reason, Sunday has become one of my favorite days. I'm not going to say for whatever reason. It's a reason to really just connect with your soul, to recharge with the energy that is necessary for me on a weekly basis Uh, one week without that energy makes me weak and i'm talking about really stepping into my spiritual world stepping into my good god the other g that i love and really getting the necessary word i need so shout out to my bishop bishop roger gale hennings uh where i am a member of the dope church zion dominion global ministries changing lives in an unchanged world if i wasn't a member i would join all over again (laughs) yes i had to share all of that um and so I'm just really excited to kick back into another season of the G code and making sure that I deliver what you need to make sure your week is great normally I hit you with a midweek energy shot but now I want to set your week off right okay because Sundays have become for me like a prep night you know a prep day yes you kind of just coming off your Friday and Saturday I'm simmering it down refocusing recentering and prepping for what this week is going to be and I want to be a part of your prep 
I wouldn't be a part of kicking your week off because as I bring some of my dope go-getter friends to revisit, you know, some people who have since been on the show have catapulted, did great things, more things. I'm bringing them back to talk to them to see what has changed, okay, for some people, what is new, what is next, and how were you able to overcome still the pretty, the ugly, and the grind to your climb to success. So this is what you can expect for what's to come, right? So to those new go-getters, to the new G-Code members, the new gangsters um, in this thing called grind and deciding to allow your light to shine, welcome to the G-Code. I appreciate you for tapping in. I promise you I will not allow this audio to be in vain in your ears and your time because I appreciate you coming and listening. I value your time as much as I value mine. So I'm going to make sure each and every time I crack this mic, I leave you with something. I leave you with something that's going to push you, pull you in a direction you choose to go. And for you to be able to open up your eyes, your ears, and your heart to receive what you desire and to also push into making it happen for yourself. Because I live off these three pillars, you know, these three pillars you can find in a really great book that I love. And it says, those who ask shall receive, those who seek shall find, and those who knock the door shall be open unto you. And I believe in that. And sometimes I feel like you got to knock the dang on door down. All right. Um, <laughs> and then along with that, having a particular mindset, that hustle, that grit and the desire to never quit will also get you to where you are going. So these are the things we're going to be covering. But I've also decided to throw in another aspect that I will be discussing throughout this podcast, which is mental health. And that's one of the reasons why I had to take a selah, a pause in delivering the content I was delivering because I need to make sure and I had to check in with myself to ensure that I was good and that I had what I needed to deliver to you too, because you can't pour from an empty cup. And for a while, I was absolutely empty. I was just pouring vapors. Like, I, just, I don't know where it was coming from. So I was delivering content, but it wasn't the best that I felt I could deliver. So I had to take a pause. So within this podcast, we will also dive into my favorite M's, you know, not just the millions, but motivation. Of course, I'm going to always deliver that to you. I'm going to talk about marketing. Marketing is one of my favorite things. Um, for those who do know, I initially started out in the broadcasting business. I am a radio personality. I'll say a media personality because I have done television and radio and I'm getting back into TV. Um, but I initially started out as an intern at the very same station I work for as the promotions department intern. And in the de promotions department, I developed the love for marketing. It was the guerrilla marketing and promotions that we had to do at the time. There was no internet. It was just hand to fist, flyers, posters, banners, word of mouth, t-shirts, a dope promo table, on point promo table, writing down people emails, sending out emails. Like it was, that marketing before we got into the internet marketing which also is so amazing so i like to have discussions about that speak to experts about that so you can get tips and tricks for your business your own podcast your own media avenue um and also of course i mentioned mental health um mental health is a thing that we don't necessarily discuss you know it could be a disease and an issue that someone could be standing in front of us and we never know that they're battling with. You know, over the 
pandemic, there were a lot of people that I knew or was connected to or had knew someone who was connected to who took their own life, who lost their life due to mental health issues. And they were great, brilliant people. One person in particular that really made me sit down and take a moment was Jazz Fly, who was a phenomenal writer, an amazing media personality. She did her stint on reality television, an overall dope chick. And I had the pleasure of meeting her when she came to Buffalo for a back to school event for girls. Um, and shout out to one of my big sisters in media, um, Shay Moore, who brought her here during the time. And I learned a lot from just sitting at her feet and hear her speak. And then after that, I followed her. And of course, just watched her career matriculate, how she pushed and pulled in the directions. But then watching how she also was battling with something we had no understanding of. So when I started diving into this avenue, I realized this is a place where people of color necessarily don't highlight, speak about regularly. And shout out to Charlemagne the God who really began to push the narrative as well. Um, but I feel like we need more people in the profession who are going to be able to be there for us. Because, you know, in my household, I remember growing up, my mom saying, what happens in this house stays in this house. So if I'm dealing with stuff, who the hell do I talk to? How could I express myself of what's happening? And so many others, you know, and I think about when I had a circumstance and situation that occurred. Um, when I got married, I lost my grandfather on my wedding day. And mentally, that effed me up. Um, it screwed me up because I was on a high of heights and then dropped to the low of lows. I lost the man that I loved and I gained the man that I loved at the time. And you just didn't know how to feel. It was a numbing feeling. And I just remember being in this place of numbness for a while and really just battling with mental health. And the people just tell you, oh, pray about it. But no one was adamant for me to go to counseling. And I had to dive into that myself. And so understanding that and going through that, I said, oh my God, like this is a conversation that's a bit taboo that we don't necessarily speak about. We don't champion as much. And I feel like we're now getting into that place, but I had to figure out how do I do my part in helping and assisting that, especially when I've been someone who battled with depression, who's battled with anxiety and didn't know that was it. I just knew I felt off and I just knew when things got crazy, I got antsy um, and couldn't quite understand what the issue was. So now that I'm in a space of finally identifying my own issues, identifying what I was battling with, um, had the chance to tackle those issues, get those things under control, get my head back in the game, coach. And now here we are, voila, magic. I'm not gonna say magic, black girl magic. And that black girl magic is doing the work on yourself, knowing yourself and being able to completely tap in with your energy. You get what I'm saying? Not just that energy that, that gets you going, but also the energy in you, that inner go-getter, that inner gangster, that inner grinder to figure out how am I deciding to move forward. So here we are moving forward, marching along, and I decided to bring back the G-code full and strong. So I gave you a quick antidote into how I done matriculated and got here. And so today I would be remiss if I didn't leave you with something that's gonna kick us into the direction of this podcast that you're gonna get each and every week. So today's focus is all about not pouring from an empty cup. Um, this right here is something I didn't quite understand until I had the chance to actually try to pour out and I had nothing in my cup to pour out. And I realized 
when I was trying to pour, and what I meant by pour is motivating others, saying something great um, that would help them and push them forward, I realized that, Adriana, <laughs> you don't have anything to pour out because you yourself is depleted. And as some may know, and I shared in my podcast before, um, I went through a divorce, um, started that process in 2017. I believe it was finalized in 2019. Um, also in 2017, my mother cancer returned. My mother is a breast cancer survivor and thriver, and I will never say um, a victim of it. Um, she initially got her diagnosed of breast cancer back in 2013 and since then it has come back I feel like every other year and my girl knocks it off the park and beats it every year so you know it just became a numbing thing but I didn't really realize how much and what else I would battle during the time of my mom dealing with breast cancer um, losing a job getting fired from a job missing out on opportunities battling with my own mental health because I initially didn't take care of it prior to um, really having to show up in my most energized self on the radio, even when I just was not in a great space and dealing with a spouse who wanted to do what he wanted to do um, and, you know, going through a divorce and then having to deal with the residual and the the I'll say the drippings of it, you know, as well as other people um, having to show face, save face and pull up into the public. Um, and in addition to that, trying to chase your dream all at the same damn time. It was a lot. And I believe I'm a strong person, but no one wants to be strong all the damn time and sometimes when you're going through so much and you're not really realizing the the situation oh and and may i not forget um i lost a friend right in front of me well by my side so just traumatic experiences and just thinking you're forging forward because you're just moving forward because that's what the world tells you you need to do and that's something i was telling myself but at the time i wasn't taking care of me mentally i was compounding compounding all of the things that was happening and i thought okay i'll pray about it it'll go away but no you got you got to pray and work that's exactly what it is you have to pray and work and that was not necessarily taught to me in the very beginnings it would just be pray about it and god gonna take care of it yes god takes care of it but he also created doctors <laughs> to help you process these things that are going on in your mind so that you are not alone and so through all of that and as much as i kept showing up giving my best energy possible doing the best i possibly could i realized my energy was being depleted 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 and you're being pulled in so many directions to show up energized I was just pulling from a place that was like, hey, I'm empty. And I remember one day sitting down and just was like, I'm tired. And I never f actually said that before. And that's when I knew I had to take a pause. And I even backed up from radio opportunities. I stopped doing the podcast consistently. Um, and I really had to get in tune with me. And I say pouring from an empty cup is today's today's focus message is because you can't pour into somebody else when you have nothing in your cup you know when you get on a plane and they tell you 
um, the exit signs. They show you what should be happening. If you're someone sitting in the exit sign, what your responsibility is. And, but there's this thing that drops out of the ceiling, the air mask or the mask or I forget whatever it's called. Um, and they tell you, you have to put yours on first before you can help everybody else. And that was a huge part that I knew, but for whatever reason, I didn't realize that I actually needed to do that. Stop trying to motivate anybody else. Stop trying to help anybody else and get your ish and shiggity together in the words of my mentor. And that's what I had to do. I had to sit down, talk to myself, <laughs> write in my journal, identify the areas I felt depleted in, identify the areas I was not happy with, and I had to forge into that. And one thing that I began to tap into that helped me to begin to refill my cup was one getting back on track with my my journey in God and deciding to really commit to showing up and going to church and not just going to church physically, but making sure that I was reading my Bible, tapping in, speaking to God, checking in with God, saying my prayers, um, and really honoring the being in me, that energy in me. That was definitely number one. The second one was not only needed to get myself fit, you know, spiritually, but I had to get myself fit physically. And at that time, I gained so much weight. When you're going through depression, food can become a true comfort. It could be two things that becomes a comfort. Food, drugs, liquor, sex. And I was not having sex. <laughs> Lord knows I wish I would have. Um... I was not doing drugs because my father battled with drugs and I vowed to never utilize them and still haven't to this day. But food and liquor was my choice. Now, salute to my friends who really did their due diligence and whatever they could do to get me out of my functory and to just keep me in a joy and happy place. I was a girl when I was in college, I was not a drinker. I just have a natural high off life. I'm always excited. The music comes on when I'm out at a party. I could get lit and be lit regardless of me having had a drink, shot, anything. So in college, I was always the DD. I was never a drinker. When I would host events, the guys would be like, what bottles you want? I'm like, no, just keep the Red Bull coming because I just love Red Bull. It gives me even more energy. So I'm really about to be bouncing off the wall. So I was not a drinker. So it wasn't until... I was going through my divorce that I started drinking. And of course, a divorce would make you drink. Um, I was never a fan of liquor because I just felt like it was disgusting. But shout out to my bro who was my pusher. It sounds so terrible. But he enlightened me and brought me into a good tasting martini, a good tasting cocktail. And he made it taste like juice. And I realized that was dangerous because after a couple, I'm gone. Um... And so I started indulging and enjoying a good cocktail, started enjoying a good martini. I started really diving into the wines and the champagnes. And I was not drinking and getting drunk or crazy tipsy or sloppy. I just realized I was taking in more than what my norm was. I felt like I was enjoying it too much than what I have in the past. Um... And so seeing that, that also was making me gain weight. That was eating out all the time because now I'm divorced. You know, <laughs> I don't got to be in the house. I don't got nobody to respond to. I could just go out here and buy whatever I want to buy, eat whatever I want to eat. 
I can eat out every day if I choose to. I can eat at whatever restaurant I desire. And food became a comfort and I just started really indulging in the delectables of it all and eating out all the time. And eating out all the time means you're not necessarily eating good. Um, in some places I did, but sometimes you, you're indulging in these steak sandwiches. In Buffalo, we have amazing chicken wings. And boy, was I indulging. So the combination <laughs> on my physical of eating out a lot and eating a lot and eating anything you want and drinking a lot and drinking anything you want was uh, hurting for you to gain weight. And boy, did I gain weight. And it wasn't until I was talking to a young man who I was actually interested in at the time, and he was saying how he needed to lose weight. And he was like, ah, oh, man, I gotta lose weight. You know, I wanna get these pounds off of me. And I was just like, what pounds are you speaking on? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about specifically? And he was saying how he was 240. And I had to take a moment and say, wait, what? You weigh how much? And he was like, 240. Now, mind you, this man body was banging, arms on point, a good six foot three, probably hitting four. You know, you look up, you gazing like, man, you tall. Um, I mean, he was a thickums, you in muscular. And I said, 240? Six foot three, probably six foot four. And I just remember getting on a scale and I was 235. I was a grown man. I was a grown man size. Do you hear me? And when he said that, all I kept thinking in my head is how he gonna lift me? <laughs> listen, listen, I know it's a Sunday. I'm releasing this on the Sunday, but that's where my mind was. Cause boy, I was just, my mind was in a gutter at the time. And I just was like, I just wanna be lifted. How was he? going to lift me I believe he could because he was in the gym all the time and I'm sure he could bench press his own weight but in my thought process if his back is not on point <laughs> how is this man gonna lift me and the fact that I was a grown man weight weighed more on my heart and my mind than anything and I said okay girl you guys to get it together. And it was in that very moment that I took my happy self outside and started rocking the block. And I would just be walking for miles because at the time the gyms was closed. Um, of course, COVID was running amok. And the only thing you really could do is once the, the weather broke here in Buffalo was to get outside and walk. And I just started walking and I would walk every day uh, around the block. And while walking around the block, you just started noticing some things in your neighborhood. And I'll get into that in a separate podcast. But I just started walking. And then he introduced me to JJ Green Smoothie Cleanse. He was doing it. And I said, I'm going to try it out. And then I lost more weight with that. And I really had to get my physical intact to where I started desiring certain foods and not wanting certain foods. You know, vegetables has become my things. I love me some god dang on Brussels sprouts. It's like if I don't have green on my plate, I don't want it. And then when he came to visit, it was just like, he was so adamant about the gym. He wasn't missing a day. Like I never forget him coming in 
And as soon as he came in, we went to the gym. And I just like, yo, I need this type of level of dedication. And I think that was something that I admired most about him. Um, I need this level of dedication when it comes to the gym. I need this type of energy. And I'm happy that he was this person for me to awaken that in me, to push me into that direction through his own discipline and not speaking about it, but doing it, I was able to focus in on my discipline and to get my physical right. So along this journey of me refilling my cup, I mentioned my spiritual, my spiritual um, journey, me getting spiritually fit, getting myself redirected, recentered, and then also me just speaking about my physical. So after doing the work, I not only started eating right, you know, shout out to him, working out every day, you know, and the pandemic was like up and down, closing the gyms, opening the gyms. I said, bump it. I'm going to take this little check that they sending us and I'm going to use this to make sure I put a gym in my house. And I went and purchased a bike. Shout out to Walmart because Peloton at the time was not doing nothing. So next year for my birthday, if you want to put some money in the cash app, so I go get me a Peloton. <laughs> Shout out to me. Okay. Cash app, Adri V the go-getter. Um, and so I went and purchased me a bike, a pro form. And then I went to five below and because at that time, so much stuff was limited. Went to five below, got me more workout gear. I already had some already because before when I was married, I had like a little small gym in the house and I just started like updating it and pushing it in because now it was no excuse. You're not going to tell me you're closing the gym. All right, cool. I'll work out from home. Um, if the weather is bad outside and I can't walk, cool, I'll get on a bike. So now I created a no excuse policy for me in my life to make sure I got it in every day so that I can maintain my physical. Not only did I want to look good and feel good for myself, and of course, because your girl's out here trying to get a future husband, I wanted to make sure he likes what he's seen too. But also me working out was releasing the things that I needed to make me feel amazing. And I'll get into that in another podcast, just about the release from that. So fit getting fit physically and then also spiritually but then also the other journey became my mental fitness and this is when I started going to counseling some more and again the pandemic comes in and so I went virtual having a virtual counselor I really redirect redirected and regrouped my friends group you know along the way you lose friends unfortunately that you thought would be here forever that you loved on care for and for whatever reason folks change their mind about you and go in a different direction that's fine um and so having a good tribe that could feed into you um, much as you feed into them is amazing and that's good for your mental health too and making sure you're not only having a counselor but you're also having spiritual counseling um someone who can give you direction and inf information from a spiritual side from what you believe in so that was important for me and me diving into books that also spoke to me and helped me along the way so i wanted to make sure i was fit physically mentally and spiritually which was helping for me to refill my cup but also when it came to motivation and discipline I really started exercising certain things in my life to make sure not only was I motivated but I was disciplined because when motivation is not there discipline kicks in and it's saying come hella high water you got to get this done you know that was the same thing with me putting a gym in a house no excuses you have no excuse to make sure that you are achieving and doing what you set out you would do so you know with all of this by the time my birthday came this year March 30th is my birthday I was in such an amazing mental physical and spiritual place I immediately booked myself a trip to go to Puerto Rico Puerto Rico 
<laughs> when I first went there back in 2019, or was it 18? I forgot which year. It was an amazing experience. It just felt like home. Have you ever been to a place where you just felt like you connected? Um, and so whenever I was there, for I was there for a good week, it just felt so, I just felt like I had like a spiritual connection. I just felt my physical, my mental, everything was in alignment. And that's when I knew for my birthday, I was going to Puerto Rico. I loved it there so much. So I went there during the pandemic for my birthday. And the place that I was in, I knew that the work I did in my physical, mental, and spiritual got me ready to where I was. And I was so happy. Um, and it was a feeling that I haven't felt in a while. Because again, I talked about me going through what I went through. Um, and sometimes you really don't openly discuss it because you don't want to say there's excuses because there's other people who's gone through what you've gone through. But everybody's circumstance and situation is unique and that you should not feel that what you have gone through is something that you can't discuss and that what you're going through is something that is ununique because hell trauma is trauma and sometimes we don't identify it as such but when it's built on and compound on in so many avenues um you just be like what the hell is going on here but I haven't felt that much joy and happiness in so long that when I woke up in Puerto Rico, when I first landed in Puerto Rico, boy, did I eat and drink and be married uh, because I did the work, but I also got up and still went to the gym every day while I was there. It was such an amazing feeling that I knew I had lost 30, I lost 30 pounds because I was officially 205 at the time. I felt lighter in spirit, lighter in mental and lighter in my physical. And so in that moment, I knew my cup was back full and whatever I needed to do to get to where I was, I needed to continue to do to maintain my cup to be full because there's so many things that we are responsible for on this earth. And I knew that there is a audience of people. There is a group of you and there are people in my life I am responsible for. And that's why when I've gone through the things I've gone through, I used to be so mad and angry. Like, I don't understand why I'm dealing with this or even why I'm dealing with this all at the same time. But I've realized and I had to flip the question and ask myself, why not? And with me going through these things, how do I utilize these experiences to help someone else, to teach someone else? And what did I learn from these experiences? And of course, going through my divorce, I realized I wasn't a perfect wife. And that's a discussion we can talk about later on. But I knew I didn't do what I, I didn't deserve what happened to me because I didn't do that to him. But there are some avenues where I know in my next relationship, I can be so much better. I can show up as a better person. So when you're going through traumas and circumstances and situations, you realize what have I learned from this and how can I learn from this? And me taking that approach to reimagine and relook at it from a different lens helped me to better prepare my cup to be poured into somebody else who may be going through a divorce, who's on the verge of a mental breakdown, who's dealing with chasing their career and it's not happening for them that they wanted to, who's also dealing with their parent, um, dealing with a cancer, you know, being a caregiver to a certain degree. I'm here now to pour into somebody else because I've learned how to flip my traumas, my circumstances and my situations to learn from them and to see how now I can help someone else get the cheat code and the G code along the way. And, you know, as I sit here and share this, 
I'm looking at my teacup and I love tea. Uh, one day, I'm not gonna say one day, next year I'm coming out with my own tea line. There it is, there you have it. I'm not a coffee drinker, I'm a tea drinker. And on this, uh, on the lead, on the, the little tag, and I really love this because I'm definitely gonna be adding these in. Um, I love the the motivation it gives, right? And so today it says, the world needs your new unique gifts. Don't leave with them still inside of you. And I believe in that wholeheartedly, that every one of us has a responsibility to somebody um, to help them along the way in life, to give them the gems, the jewels, and the G-codes that we learn. Um, and so that your pain is not in vain, your lessons are not in vain, and you're here to share because sharing is caring. And because I'm care and because I'm healed in these areas, I'm excited to share my journey. I'm excited to be very transparent and candid. And I'm looking forward to saving someone like someone once saved me um, and allow my story to be a reflection of the fact that you can still make it. Life can be hard, but deciding not to fight back is even harder. So now that my cup is full and I feel I've learned and gained the necessary tools to keep making sure it's full and refilling it so that I can keep pouring it to someone else. You're going to get this G code each and every Sunday. I'm on my Oprah Winfrey soul Sundays, right? Um, and I'm going to call it something else, but the motivation, the discipline that I have acquired and developed within me, I'm excited to share that along with my other fellow go-getters. So I opened up. I share with you why I've been MIA. My cup was empty, but now my cup is full and is going to keep replenishing every day. I'm excited to make sure I share my cup with you along the way each and every Sunday. So to my new go-getters, listen, play catch up. Tap into some of my past interviews who are amazing heavy hitters, and I'm looking forward to bringing them back to talk about where they are now, giving you and introducing you to some other amazing heavy hitters, but most importantly, helping you to build to be that amazing heavy hitter that you are, to activate the G in you, because it ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Talking about being a go-getter, these G codes, and making sure that you understand the importance of staying fit, mentally, physically, spiritually, and as we get into the later aspects, financially too, because that's a journey I'm on and that's a continuous journey as well, all right? Well, to my go-getters who's been, you know, who's the OGs, thank you for rocking out with me. Thank you for hitting me up and asking me, when is the new G-Code coming? Hey, today is the first installment and we can only go up from here. So if you like what you heard, make sure you leave a review. Make sure you share this podcast with someone who you know needs to hear this. Um, make sure you go ahead and subscribe and tap in with me on all social platforms at V the go-getter. That's A-D-R-I-V-T-H-E-G-O-G-E-T-T-A. And I'm going to be providing you with an email that if you have questions, need help and assistance, you can email me there, adrivthegogetter at gmail, A-D-R-I-V-T-H-E-G-O-G-E-T-T-A, and put in the subject area, the G-Code podcast, so I know this is specifically for that. All right, well, I opened up. 
this is my digital diary <laughs> and I hope you reading these pages here in these pages along the way is helping you to understand the G and you and how I've been able to push through and push past my circumstances and that you're capable of doing the same too. But of course, in true fashion, I thank you so much for tapping in. I love you so much for listening. And as always, welcome to the G Code. Be sure to subscribe to the G Code podcast. Find it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and all places a podcast lives. Want to catch up on the G Code podcast? Well, go to www.adrivthegogetter.com and also subscribe on SoundCloud and YouTube. The G Code. I was born in the G Code, embedded in my blood. Matter of fact, you just triggered a level orange G code security threat. Awesome, that's the G code, the G code, the G code, the G code.